Many have died last week on these threes. In the basement of this building, we find them. I have given them the last rites. Now, you do what you will. You are stronger than us. Well, soon, I think, they be stronger than you. Welcome to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 117. The world has gone to hell still, even though we took two weeks off. It's literally on fire. <laughs> I mean, it was literally on fire at the beginning of yes, it is. mostly in Australia. Now it's on fire all over. Right. Uh, literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't do a show last week. I thought it would be somewhat inappropriate it's at this time. It felt tacky. Yeah. Yes. But now um, things have died down a little bit, and people are opening their eyes a bit more. Mm-hmm. And here at My Bleeding Ears podcast, we think of everyone as equals, and Black Lives Do Matter. Um, I, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say Black Lives Matter, and to people who say all lives matter, that's like saying you're in a neighborhood where one house is on fire. And then you go, but what about all of these other houses that aren't on fire? Exactly. Don't we care about them too? Yes, but this house is on fire. Mm-hmm. So um, one thing that I have done in this show throughout time has I have presented African-American uh, pieces of art, mm-hmm. uh, movies, or um, certain acting roles. And I think it's very important too see African-American-themed uh, movies or, or directed or acted by or black Americans or Africans even. Uh, I feel the same way, too, just about a lot of other, uh, like, Asian movies, uh, French movies. You know, there's there's tons to see out there. and But, unfortunately, a lot of African-American pictures don't get the funding. Right. And it's a shame because, yes, um, people are culturally different. And we do act differently. Yeah. And... It can throw people off, but if you take a step back and you look and you see that the, there's different quirks and different cultures and societies, you'll see that their works of art are different than yours, and you get to learn from that. Their perspective is different <clears throat> than yours. That's why I always think it's important to hear... I mean, I grew up with stories written by white men, and whether or not they were about white men, they were there was still the white man's voice mm-hmm. there. And it's really refreshing to start to see more perspectives. It's really nice to see that the Music Box, our favorite movie theater, is committed to showing more black fl- black films. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested in that. Yeah, everything systemically needs to change. Um, and if burning it all down was how we did it, it's how we had to do it. Yes. We've reached critical mass. And we have. So... Um... I am going to keep doing my part and featuring movies from different countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, subtitles, so if you don't like subtitles, sorry. <laughs> subtitles <laughs> are fine to me. I, they don't bother me at all. 
But you can get a lot more, I think, from watching film from different countries and being able to respect other people's cultures. Agreed. I think it's uh, movies are a great doorway to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's talk about a bunch of films that we've watched in the last yes. few weeks since we've been off. It's been so. a while. There's yeah. one that I don't remember at all. I even watched the trailer and I still don't really remember it at all. So the Wretched. You, yeah, that's the first one. Let's get that one out of we'll the way. We'll get that one out of the way. Uh, that one is actually still kind of in theaters, really. Okay. Technically, it's in drive uh, drive-ins. I got you. And it is actually kind of doing well because <laughs> there's nothing else out, so they're just releasing shit <laughs> right. and drive th- drive-ins. So it's it's actually coming out on top of the box office. And I think, I mean, I think I remember liking it. This is mostly just my terrible memory more than it is anything else. It was okay. It wasn't yeah. a horrible movie. Uh, the main character is kind of a bum, kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's it's fine. I it, it's has to do with a witch from what I remember for the most yeah. part. This was a while ago we watched this. And there, well, she puts like a spell on this kid's parents so that the the high school kid across the street remembers this kid when he disappears, but his parents don't know that he ever existed. Something like that. What was it like the shit? I don't even yeah. remember that. <laughs> well, I know that from the trailer, honestly. <laughs> I remember the dude's a dick to, like, all, like, the girl who likes him and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like a, he's a shitty uh, protagonist. The trailer made me kind of want to watch it again, essentially, for the first time. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know about this one. It, yeah. It's a new one, so check it out. Check it out. Not it, getting much new stuff out, so. It's just on Prime. It's free. Watch it. Or it's on Shutter. It, it? it was free. I remember it was, that. Was, yeah, it was, on, um, it was on Prime. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Next. Moving on. Next, we watched a movie also on Prime called Hunter's Moon. Hunter's Moon. Which one was that? That was the one with what's her name from 30 Rock. It's a werewolf one, obviously. Hunter's Moon. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what's her name? From uh, 30 Rock. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't really care what her name is. <laughs> I was I trying do. to figure out what the fucking movie is. Like, what else happens in it? Uh, so <laughs> like, it's, I didn't it's, do my homework. <laughs> it's Jay Moore's in it. Jay Moore ah, yes, moves okay. his family to a new place, and then the parents leave for whatever reason and leave their two daughters at home. Right. One of them is, oh my gosh. From 30 Rock, right. Yeah. Um, uh, the hot one for 30 Rock who yeah. is trying to pass for maybe a 20-year-old yeah, at the I oldest. Yeah, I mean, when I, she, Katrina Bowden. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw her and that she was supposed to be like a 17-year-old kid, mm-hmm. she looks young, she looks great, don't get me wrong, but I was like, that woman is 30 years old. Yeah, she can't. And I looked it up and I think she's actually 31 years yeah, old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie, I predicted it from the fucking very beginning. It's very predictable. I mean, the fucking dude has a, a cap on with a wolf on it. Like, yeah. okay, you're a wolf family. They haven't killed anyone. I get Right. I, 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 okay. So I, I pretty much knew the whole premise going in. It's like a home invasion movie. That gets turned on its head because yeah, they're if, werewolves. If you didn't see it coming, yeah. sure. I mean, it's yeah. called Hunter's Moon, so I'm pretty sure I'm not spoiling the fact no. that they're werewolves. Yeah, it's... And other than that, it's just not really that good. Thomas Jane is in it, too. Yes. He plays like the sheriff. I didn't even <laughs> recognize him at first, but yes. It was all right. And the werewolves, Predictable. Werewolves didn't really look all that good either. Yeah. They were pretty bad. But it wasn't the worst looking 
effects that we've seen in the list that we're going through. If they just leaned into the comedy aspect of it, I think it would have been a lot better. Yeah. But it takes itself a little seriously. It does. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, it's a pass for me on this one. It's all right. Check it out. Next. Next. All right. I was looking up Katrina Bowden's name. Next is Freshwater. This was your idea. No, this wasn't my idea. I gave you a choice to pick. I said Open Water 3 or Freshwater. I'm pretty sure you said Sharks or Alligators. And you picked Alligators. <laughs> and it was this fucking movie. Freshwater. It's about an alligator and freshwater. And, and a, a giant albino alligator. Yeah, I don't even think this water. this takes place in Florida or anything. I just think it's... I forgot where it takes place. Some but, small town somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, we'll start out by talking about the, the, the alligator or crocodile effects first. Probably the worst I've ever seen in a movie. So bad. It's really, really bad. I mean, to be fair, when you first see the alligator, you don't know that it's an albino alligator. So it just looks like... A special effect that they didn't even bother to color in. It was like a special effect <laughs> they had a sticker for and just put right. it on the film. Like, and here, and here you fine. go. And uh, then you realize later it's an albino and you're like, okay, well, yeah. I guess it wasn't that bad, but it's still it's, pretty bad. It's on par with mid-90s CGI it's, bad. It's not good, yeah. Zoe Bell, mm -hmm. uh, who's a stunt woman, woman yes. is the star. Uh, which is good. It, she's beginning starring roles mm -hmm. now more often. Um yeah, she does her. She acts and she does her own stunts. Yeah, good. I think there should be more actors like that anyway. Agreed. Um, she is like a local alligator person, I guess, or something like that. She or like, like works with the CIA because yeah. or the yeah. FBI. Or They're something. there for some know. reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, this movie's pretty bad. It's like a sci-fi. Original, original kind of that's meant to be bad, except I'm pretty sure they didn't mean for it to be this bad. I don't know. It was it wasn't good, but I will give them this. There is a decent twist in the movie. Yeah, and the, even the ending is pretty decent. It's considering yeah. the pretty much the movie going up to that is pretty bad. We didn't predict it. I'll give no, it that. I thought at least it would be teenagers on a lake, which we kind of get, sorta, but. The effects just kind of totally weigh this down. Some of the acting is subpar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> things don't make sense. We found it on Tubi, so like... Yeah, no lie. Yeah, I yeah. didn't lose money on this. <laughs> I, it was a fun time, time making fun of it and, <laughs> and seeing all the inaccuracies and, and just complete lack of of, of of knowing anything about film and doing this movie. So, mm -hmm. uh, Pass on, on Freshwater. Yeah. So the next one, we've both seen this before, but I don't think I'd seen it since I was in like high school, maybe even college. Mm -hmm. The Exorcist 3. Right, yeah. We watched it because Joe Bob had it on. Mm -hmm. And we've seen it a few times since. Um, since we watched it like for the first time in a long time. Yeah. And then watched it again, and then it was on Joe Bob's. So it's like, all right, this is going to be great. Mm -hmm. We can watch, um, have Joe Bob talk about it and everything. And, I, and through time, this movie... Is uh, I've I've liked it more and more through time because it isn't like the other Exorcist movies. Yeah. it's it's more of like a, a whodunit kind of thing. It's kind of like a murder mystery. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's more like that, and I like that. Uh, I, it doesn't need you don't need someone's head turning around, you know, mm -hmm. and, and puking on people. I so yeah, this movie grew on me. 
I think it's one of the first things Brad Dorif ever did. No. 1990. No way. No, he was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's One Nest. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's yeah. Nest. <laughs> first thing that he ever did. Yeah, uh-huh. but this is... He's he's still a relative nobody. Yeah, well, yeah, no one, yeah. no one knows... Well, I'm sure people have seen Child's Play, and yeah. I'm sure years later, like, oh, that's the fucking dude in Chucky's voice, you know, kind of right. thing. It, there wasn't, like, a huge fandom like there was back then. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was a fandom, and not, like, it is today, where people masturbate on posters of Jason. You know, it wasn't like that. So, anyway. Uh... <laughs> George C. Scott in another movie that he's too good for. Yeah, exactly. You're like, what? It's like... Can you just act out all the roles? Right. Might as well. <laughs> so yeah, this uh, Exorcist Three is it's kind of the black sheep of the series, yeah. of which I uh, Exorcist Two, whatever, I saw it once a long time ago and it was pretty bad. And the other ones I, I never even watched because I heard they were just boring. I've only seen the first three. I don't remember two at all. Because there was I do Dominion. Three was a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then there was I know yeah I remember there was like one sequel was gonna come out then it got pushed back or canceled and they re-added some stuff. Hmm. This was back a while ago, so I, my my memory of that's kind of hazy. And this is written and directed by the author of the book. Right. Um. um the Blatty. Yeah. Um. William Peter Blatty. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's worth a watch, I think. It's got, yes. a, oh, yes. it's got a good Absolutely. jump scare. We've just seen that jump scare so many times that right. it's not yeah, it's it, kind of lost all of its effect. Yes. But but it was a good jump scare scare the first time I saw it for sure. But I do like the whole scene where the the priest is speaking, he's in the the box talking to someone and it's <laughs> the devil speaking yeah. to him, the demon mm-hmm. speaking to him, you know, telling about like how, you know, um, I killed someone and stuff it's like that. Creepy, it is yeah. really creepy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all the violence and stuff is off screen. Yeah. Which, yeah. It's a, it's, it definitely has grown on me and I have yeah. matured and I've, I've seen this movie for what it is. So. Yeah. So the last movie that we watched before our movie of the week is Becky. Yes. Becky. Now, this is a movie that I had just saw posters for and. Uh, read taglines of oh Kevin James is is going out of character for this role and yeah. I was like all right sold I'm there uh, you know Kevin James does like the worst yeah. fucking movies ever so I begrudgingly followed you because right. I think Kevin James is kind of a douchebag <laughs> <laughs> well like as a person maybe not as well, a little bit as a person. I don't know. His popularity irritates me. Maybe it's not his fault. <laughs> but is there like people out there like, oh, I'm a huge Kevin James fan. Like, oh my God. King of Queens. I watched it. You know, yeah, I mean, King of Queens was on forever. Paul Blart did really well. But did that you... fucking Zookeeper movie. But have you ever had a conversation with someone about the King of Queens? No, but I don't hang out with people who love Kevin James. <laughs> or, but I'm just talking about like anyone. You can say like shit about Seinfeld, about this. Uh, uh, friends or whatever, but like no one watched that fucking show. Like who, who? I, you know, I'm gonna go Enough to work tomorrow. But it's in syndication. That doesn't mean shit. <laughs> it could have followed a show and been popular. Like, that, that don't mean shit. Like, all right. So Kevin James, it's probably not your fault that you irritate me. It's yeah. a little bit your fault. Hey, who could Still see you know? Popularity. I, I got to give it up for those guys, man. Like, uh, Kevin James and all those Adam Sandler people who 
We just pretty much just go on vacations and make movies. Just make a make quick shit. buck. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, I just bought a new house and I hung out in so Hawaii. So annoyed. So, yeah. And all my stupid friends got to be in my movie. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, he it, he does this role because I'm sure he wants to break out of that, man. That was clear in and taking this role, yeah. So then he plays a, an escaped Nazi. Yeah. And White supremacist. Yeah. He escaped um, from prison. Yes, him and a few other supremacists escape from prison and invade a home. So this is a home invasion movie starring Kevin James. Joel McHale's home mm-hmm. and Amanda Bruegel, who is one of the like cooks in The Handmaid's Tale. From the ah, yes. Handmaid, Handmaid's Tale, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the girl is from, what did we decide? It's she's from sh- The Conjuring movies? No, no. No, it's, she's from the Ouija, the Ouija Origins, Origins and... Movie, yeah. Uh, Haunting of Hill House, That's also. It. She's, yeah. yeah, she's been doing a lot of horror movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got those big old fucking eyes, doll's eyes that yeah. she has. Stare right in your soul. Anyway, so she's our 13 year old girl, and you can speak on this a little better than I can about 13 year old girls that they pretty much hate fucking everyone. And it's, yeah, a, it's and a scary time in life. Well, I made a joke when she kills the first guy because she stabs the fuck out of this guy, mm-hmm. and I was like. You know what teenage girls are full of? <laughs> rage. rage. Yes. And that's true. Teenage girls are full of rage. Their hormones are everywhere. Everything's wrong. They don't like the way they look. Mm-hmm. They're pressured by society to look a certain way. But I don't know. I know it's different from boys, but don't you feel like you were sort of full of rage when you were 13 in one way or another? Yes. I just think society finds it more surprising when a, a young lady exacts revenge other than a young man because, yeah. you know, the big emphasis on machismo and then yeah that that flows through every young man yeah and yes but at the same time Girls though, too, are full of rage too exactly yeah. <laughs> they're full of rage so this movie wasn't really surprising to me because mm-hmm. yeah i know i mean yeah I, I can imagine 13 14 15 year old girls are fucking monsters to their parents and stuff. Oh, and the things I said to my mom when i was 15 i don't exactly. even like to think about it anymore yeah like so yeah her going like uh, ape shit on these guys like I wasn't surprised at all yeah. I'm like okay these guys are gonna get fucked up so and but they didn't play it up like how like she was the this big badass it wasn't like um what's that you're next right where she like had all these survival skills and everything like that she just took different opportunities and thought things out a little more right and it's full of anger but she's so, yeah. and yeah and then she, but at the same time though too she still is vulnerable mm-hmm. yes for sure uh, i did like this movie i do recommend it i don't think it's the greatest ever it was good though it was good kevin james is not distracting he's fine i yeah. wouldn't say it's a spectacular performance it's, no it's not special it's fine um the gore is pretty fun I yes think it's almost comically fun yes um, and I didn't like the ending, but I don't want to ruin it because I liked the movie. You should check it out. Yes. Yeah, the ending was okay. It wasn't all that great. I didn't like where it went at the end. Mm-hmm. At the very, very end. Very, very, very yeah. end. Uh, not necessarily the outcome of, or, or climax of the movie we're talking about. Right. Just the end end of it. But check it out. I think we had to rent it on Yes, time, it's very, it very new. It. Yeah. So, yeah, check that one out. And probably like one of the others. Yeah, they'll arrest them. Fuck them. They sucked. Fresh water. Ah. That was your idea. Yeah, but you picked it. (laughs) 
You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the 1990 film Mirror, Mirror. Mm -hmm. Don't get it confused with the one about uh, Julia Roberts Roberts. and Genesis's daughter. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, this is a horror movie that passed me by throughout the years, which I'd always see. I actually caught the sequel one time in the beginning. Okay. And other than that, yeah, this movie is just... um, I just never got a chance to watch it, never really sought it out very much. I remember the video cover for this movie, though. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, it might have been the sequel. The VHS cover was a hologram, and it was like a hologram on the mirror, oh, and like uh-huh. you turn it, yeah, you see the... I do kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that was so awesome with those old VHS boxes where they can do shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, then... Um, Caught this one on Prime. Yeah, I had been passing it up a few times, and I was like, you know what? Let's make this a movie of the week, seeing as neither of us have seen it, mm-hmm. and we can just go like have no other like information on this movie at all. Yeah, and just go straight into it. And um, wow. Okay, this movie is okay. Yeah, it's okay. There, it, I think it's okay only because of the time it was filmed. Late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. And the, the version we saw was, uh, it wasn't widescreen, it was usual uh, VHS version. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Uh, was it 4 5 uh, aspect ratio? So, um, this movie's about a young girl who looks very much like Winona Ryder, and I'm pretty sure the producers knew that too, from Beetlejuice. Yeah, because that's definitely what she reminded me of the first mm-hmm. time she comes on screen. Yeah, yeah she, I mean, dead ringer for the most part. Mm-hmm. Even with the clothing that she wears in this movie is very reminiscent to Winona Ryder and Beetlejuice. We see that her and her mom have moved away from wherever and or Beverly Hills, I believe they were, and moved somewhere. I don't really know, don't really care, doesn't really matter. She, uh, The mother is Karen Black, mm-hmm. who horror fans know. And uh, they got two little dogs with them. They get this new house where this mirror is. And had um, prior in the film, we see a, a shot of a woman killing another woman on a bed. And there the, were sisters, apparently. Yeah. I read up on it. Yeah, one sister kills the other. And with this mirror, and you see kind of like this, this, this tall standing mirror with a, a, a sliver, like kind of evaporating, and this demon kind of disappearing into this mirror. So let me know that. We have a monster in this movie that is going to be killing people later on. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we fast forward to Winona Ryder and Karen Black and <laughs> in their new house. Um, Winona Ryder is going to be going to a new school. And, of course, I, I automatically knew she was going to get made fun of and she was going to be the outcast and everything. Because, of course, the way she dressed and she's going into a school. And this is, this is how you, you have to kind of get behind this character a little bit. The outsider, so you, you could just see her point of view. Um, right. Uh, 
she gets up to her room and sees that there's a mirror in there and it was supposed to be taken out of the house. But she likes the mirror and wants to keep it. And then she goes to school and, of course, everyone's a shithead to her except one person who's nice to her. Nikki. Nikki, and they start hanging out together. Um, Winona Ryder's name in this movie is Megan. Mm-hmm. So Maggie, Megan, or Maggie is what she's called to. <laughs> and Nikki's uh, former relationship. Um, Megan starts being interested in this guy. And all while this is happening, the mirror in her room is reacting, killing her dogs, <laughs> both mm-hmm. of them, which you didn't like, I know. No. Um, I mean, it's not like you liked it. No, 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 no. I hate dog death. Animal death, Animal anyway. death, and, yeah. But, you know, I mean, they weren't really dead. <laughs> and we didn't get to see the violence against them. Right. We just heard it, a little squeak. But anyway, um, so she starts having, like, uh, the, the mirror starts kind of interacting with her feelings and giving her power, and this demon is, is kind of coming into her soul, and she's able to... To manipulate things in a way, uh, mani- manipulate people's feelings, or yeah. manipulate, uh, or just harm people, because uh, the first time we really get to see her fuck with someone is the uh, the class president or one of the class presidents, or Charlene. Charlene, yeah. Charlene. So Nikki was running against Charlene for class president, but right. Charlene wins. Charlene wins. Uh, because she has large breasts. That's like the ongoing She's thing the with popular, it. Popular, so. beautiful girl. Yeah. Right. And, um, around so, here, sorry, around here is where it started to remind me of the craft. Which, yeah, that, the craft is way better. <laughs> which, yeah, this is uh, a precursor to the craft in yeah. a way, yeah, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> so, uh, in the lunchroom, Charlene's laughing at Megan, and Megan ain't having it, so she starts thinking bad thoughts, kind of, and uh. Charlene's nose starts spouting blood and she has to go to the <laughs> nurse's office. So that's our first thing, sign of, of seeing that uh, there's something there and that something is happening. But we don't know if if uh, Megan's going to like embrace this or if she's going to turn it down or remember it. We don't know exactly right. what's going to happen with this character, if we're going to be behind her or not. Uh, so later on, we, we do get to see that... Uh, Charlene's boyfriend kind of has a thing for Megan. Megan kind of changes her appearance up a little bit, takes off most of her, like, like, uh, goth, well, stuff. goth stuff. Yeah, her <laughs> big floppy hat that she wears around. Uh, yeah, so she, she takes a lot of that stuff off and shows a little more skin. And then Charlene's boyfriend is a little more interested, kind of leaves Charlene to be with her. Um, he ends up going to her house that night, Megan's house, and they start making out and everything, and uh, right next to the mirror, and right. he kind of gets creeped out by it. Um, he thinks she's trying to go too fast, like she's trying to fuck him already, mm-hmm. and he's kind of not ready for it yet, and then she starts speaking like about, uh, weirdly to him, about like, oh, I wish for this kind of thing, and these things are in motion, we are doing this, and he's like, dude, you are fucking weird, and then something, we don't get to see it. We see some pair of hands grab out to him and pull him into the mirror and fuck him up. And the effects for this part was was horrible. They just kind of like smeared blood on the dude's face (laughs) and like, all right, don't go fall on the floor now and then he'll disappear kind of thing. So it was pretty bad. Most of the effects in here aren't all that good except one, the shower scene, which we'll get to, is, Mm -hmm. is pretty decent. So now we know she has power and now we know that she's going down the wrong path with this power, but she keeps using it. In the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And more people get hurt. Uh, 
there's the woman who sold the house to them um, that they were supposed to take the mirror out, which they did take. end up moving the mirror out of the house in the beginning, but for some reason it appeared back in the Shows room. back up, yeah. Uh, so this woman reads, like, these old diaries that were left by the sisters who were originally in this house, and she's reading that this mirror is bad, so she tries... Um, to go back to the house and collect the mirror, and Megan says no, and says, kind of like, get the fuck out of here, or this is my mirror. <laughs> and, uh, so the lady kind of, um, uh, later on, Nikki meets up with that woman to try and figure out, like, what's wrong with Megan and everything. Mm-hmm. People are dying, like the Charlene at school um, ends up uh, in the pool. They're, they have a pool class, and she gets kicked out of pool class and sent to the locker room. She starts showering. And um, all the pipes burst and hot water's everywhere, and she gets burned to death. And that was the that was the best probably uh, special kill effect, special yeah. effect in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she meets up with the woman uh, who owned the house before the realtor or whatever. And uh, but Megan is able to affect people in long distances away because the woman who sold the house ends up dying from her. <laughs> and. and she pretty much is now just saying, you know, I, Nikki, let's be friends. I want to be friends with you. Even though she's hurting Nikki, too, while she's saying this. Like, um, like showing her her power and everything. Because um, after killing Charlene, Megan's like, I did this for you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Nikki's like, dude, I didn't want you to kill her. What do you mean you did right. this? Like, what's happening? And then that's what you she starts. You get to be class president now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks. <laughs> And it all culminates in the end where uh, Megan and Nikki are, are, I would say it was a kind of a face-off, but nothing really happens to where they fight each other. We get to see the mirror finally, the very end of this movie, the monster comes out of the mirror slightly well, we, wait, and looks we around. Wait, we missed Karen Black's death. Oh yeah, that's right, because Karen, Karen Black Black's gets killed too. Garbage cause... disposal death. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> she gets uh, uh, killed by the garbage disposal. Yeah. So moving on. So Karen Black doesn't make it. Uh, neither does um, <laughs> Nikki's boyfriend, too. The dude yeah. who was feeling up Erica Leniak in the, the Blob yeah. remake. he doesn't make it either. He doesn't make it either. He's kind of a tool in the movie, but he's fine. Yeah. Uh, he so dies. So the very end. So sorry, the very sorry. end, yes. Um, they're, uh, uh, they go back kind of in time to the beginning of the movie, and they're actually the sisters fighting. Yeah. Um, and that the one kills the other one, and it kind of just starts over again. That are back in the 40s or whatever time it was. It seemed like almost medieval time. Oh, no, you're right, 50s. 50s, yeah. yeah. <laughs> medieval. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the monster kind of looked like a medieval guy. Yeah, yeah. That's I, 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 yeah. And he was only in the movie for, like, I want to say 10 seconds. He right. pops out of the mirror, looks around. He, he, not even that creepy. He just, he looks like, he looks like a guy who would sell you a watch in a Castlevania game. <laughs> That's what he looks like. And so he's not that great. Maybe he shows up more in part two and he's more like the leprechaun yeah, or something. Yeah, there are like four of these movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got this one in the beginning of the second one. Which, you know, the beginning of the second one was kind of cool because, if I'm remembering correctly, it looks like, um, a cover band of Nine Inch Nails gets annihilated by the mirror in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> if I remember correctly. Well, uh, we'll have to check that one out, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I will say, though, that this movie really doesn't have any style. Like, you uh, you know, you can pick a director or, like, a, 
just a series of movies and be like, oh, I, I know who did that, or I know who's a part of this movie, making this movie. This this movie, if they just took out the, the shower scene with the boobs and some of the gore, this is more like, seems more like a CBS afternoon yeah. special, kind of. Though Just even the way it was filmed. You know, I just noticed that it's written and directed by women. Two mm-hmm. female writers and one female director. And I just started... I, you know, I'm not going to defend them. It just goes yeah, to show yeah. that it's time for women to suck at their jobs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Which this, this isn't a horrible movie. And to tell you the truth, I knew, I, I knew this. I yeah. knew nothing about the directors or anything right. when I was talking about this. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, there was the the, the suspenseful parts, which I, I maybe they're trying to be suspenseful or not, were just kind of like all shot in slow motion. Yeah. And, and it was kind of drawn out, and it wasn't the best. Yeah, it's okay. fine. It's not bad. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you have any favorite parts, or any parts of this stand out to you, or, or anything else you want to talk about? I like, mean, I don't know if it's my favorite part, but I won't forget when Karen Black got eaten by the garbage <laughs> disposal. That was disappointing. No. So, no, not a favorite part. You? No, uh, it's probably when the 20-year-old girl with breast implants in the shower gets hit with all the hot water okay because so that was probably, a good effect it was a good effect that. and yes well and two like i mean they talked about this girl the whole movie about having big boobs and then they finally showed him so they, like they followed through with that at least <laughs> okay. at least they got something right with this movie they followed through um but yeah that's um that's my critique of this movie um it's a it's a hard movie to to necessarily recommend unless you like some of these 80s horror movies yeah. that are just kind of... It's This one's low budget, too. It's not low, low budget, but it's low budget. If you liked the craft, like, I love the craft. We've mm-hmm. already done the craft on this show yes. because I love it so much. Then check this out. This is, like, the craft origins. And I don't <laughs> want to say that the craft ripped it off. There were some similarities, for yes, sure. No, yeah, no, no, no rip off here. Yeah. But, you know, I am interested in seeing the other ones now. Yeah, I want to see at least the second one. See all those smelly-looking dudes get annihilated. I love 90s horror. I'll watch them. All right, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that next. Well, uh, thanks for joining us this week again. Um, keep chill out there, man. Um, and we'll be back next week. Yeah, maybe keep your mouth shut and yeah. your ears open. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, uh, see you next week. Thanks for listening.